We hear it all the time. New digital startups competing with traditional businesses, if not replacing existing industries and categories altogether. Disruptive technologies like cloud computing and enterprise mobility have lowered the barrier to entry, if not totally eliminated it. These highly agile and digital startups are leveraging emerging disruptive technologies like artificial intelligence, machine learning, data analytics, augmented reality and virtual reality to gain unfair advantage over incumbents. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Make Our Possible Shortcast. This is Steph Lively. And I am Theory, Ken's avatar and digital twin. What are we going to talk about today for our listeners, Theory? Yes, Steph. Today, I'm excited to announce that competition no longer exists. At least, the traditional notion of competition, anyway. Whoa. Wait a minute. What do you mean? Today's aspiring entrepreneurs need not worry about leasing an office space, hiring employees and investing in significant capital. Those days are long gone. Now, it takes portable computing power like a laptop, broadband access and a disruptive idea to launch a business. In short, socioeconomic, technological advancements and market forces have brought forth a record-breaking increase in the number of startups globally. According to Forbes magazine, very interesting. So, given the current state of startups and their incessant threat to incumbent businesses, what are business leaders to do? First, let's talk about how digital has impacted the current consumer market and the rise of customers. Traditional business products and services are getting commoditized. Outstanding feature sets have now become the norm, digital consumers take them as a given. It's getting harder and more difficult to compete on price and features alone. Globalization and excesses in the supply chain have contributed to this problem of sea of sameness. Brands are becoming ubiquitous. Consumers have acquired a voice, or commonly known as the voice of the customer or VOC. They are empowered. They are in charge. They demand to be engaged in every media channel and at any time. Customers can now choose how they interact with brands and when. The balance of the buyer-seller dynamics has changed in favor of the consumers. More importantly, brand trust has become more important than ever. 100% theory. The marketplace has definitely changed. The consumer is in charge. And yet, it seems that this has not registered with traditional businesses in regard to their sales, marketing and innovation initiatives. How does this impact the way businesses compete? In the past, a regimented focus on competition has created growth models, which have provided businesses stability in karma and more static markets of yore. Given the chaos and complexity of today's business, it is no longer enough to outwit the competition. In fact, additional investment in branding, pricing strategies and product feature sets is no assurance of sustainable growth. Rather, in this day and age of hyper-change and disruption, business leaders must focus more on value creation as opposed to competition. Wait, let me sure I heard you right. You're saying that in the present business landscape, leaders must focus on value creation instead of pure competition? That's right, Steph. Value creation must be the priority for today's businesses, 
And sure, there's room for competition too, but of a different kind. Let me give you an example. I never thought I would read this in the news. Daimler and BMW, fierce competitors for the last 100 years are joining forces. Why? Competition is now outmoded. Cooperation combined with competition is in. I call it, coopetition. Customer value creation is paramount. For Daimler and BMW, the real objective now is to join forces and create value for the customers by becoming a mobility powerhouse. But it's also survival. Google is not just a search engine anymore. It already sees itself as a mobility company. It may not be long before Amazon fancies itself as one. I believe I get the idea of prioritizing on value creation. Tell me the new kind of competition you're referring to. One of my favorite athletes, Michael Jordan, the basketball player, is the epitome of a new kind of competition. I'm referring to self-competition, where the only competition there is, is with yourself. At the height of his career, Michael Jordan was not competing with anybody. Other players may have seen him as competition. But Michael's focus was not the other team, nor the other player. He's competing only against one opponent. Himself. His performance was in the level of pure flow. He delivered outstanding plays and exhibited basketball moves with grace and power. Wayne Gretzky, the Hockey Hall of Famer, was another. Instead of competing with fellow players, he played his game differently. Whereas other hockey players would skate towards the puck, he always skated to where he thought the puck was going. This way, he was at least a couple of steps ahead of the game. I'm also a huge fan of Michael Jordan. Do you see businesses competing internally? Apple has always been a value creator and innovator. Steve Jobs never really focused much on the competition. Sure, they existed back then. There was always IBM and Microsoft. But he did not obsess over them at all. He did obsess about what customers wanted. When designing products, customers and their experience were his true north. He may have addressed current customer pain points. But he's always set his goals on products that he thought customers would want in the future. He obsessed about their aspirations and dreams. Before the iPod, there did not exist a device or service platform where consumers could be convinced to listen to music in a legitimate fashion. Remember Napster? Before the iPhone, consumers had no access to a device where they could listen to music, surf the internet and make a phone call. Steve Jobs started the smart revolution. The iPhone was the first smart device. It was called the smartphone. After the smartphone, a slew of smart devices soon came. The smart speaker, the smart home, smart thermostats, smart lights, smart appliances, smart TVs, smart mirrors, and more. It is important to note here that as a value creator, Steve Jobs also didn't mind cannibalizing his own business. The iPhone competed directly with the iPod and then the iTouch in regards to providing music services. As we all know, the iPhone, Apple's major revenue, dampened iPod and iTouch sales, then eventually rendered them obsolete. Leaders must focus on creating new values for the primary stakeholder. The customer, as opposed to engaging in traditional competition, that is, making incremental changes in features and benefits. So then, theory. Tell me how businesses can create business value by leveraging digital. Here are ways to create value. 
deliver on your brand promise. Your brand's equity is composed of two things, the brand promise and the brand delivery. Most branding initiatives focus on the promise. Unfortunately, many businesses fail to deliver on that promise. In short, there is a disconnect between the promise and the delivery. The lackluster delivery or lack of thereof weakens the brand. Customers flee and loyalty goes out of the window. Brand trust is lost. Design and deliver the customer experience or CX. On a minimum, products and services have to be good. This is where commoditization occurs. But where business leaders can make a difference is by shaping the customer experience. Customer experience is a value creator. It is imperative the businesses are aware of the customer's buying journey. Identify all target personas. A seamless and consistent omnichannel experience goes a long way towards building brand equity. Customer experience is the new competitive advantage. Become transparent. Startups like Uber and Airbnb are successful because they not only solve consumer pain points, they enhance the customer experience by providing transparency. Transparency is a value creator. Before Uber, we were at the mercy of traditional taxis and car services. In order to get a cab, we had to get out on the street and flag one. Once you request an Uber cab, you know exactly where it is and when it will get to you. Amazon was the first company to provide transparency in its delivery. Before Amazon, you never know where or when your package will arrive. Don't just build digital. Be digital. What does it take for businesses to have their pulse on the market? What do leaders have to do in order to be a couple of steps ahead of their customers, not the competition? Leaders must build agile, digital businesses. Companies must understand, explore, and adopt digital business platforms. Speed and agility are the currencies of the intelligence economy. Uber and Airbnb are platform businesses. Imagine a car service company that does not own any cars, a hospitality company that does not own any rooms or buildings. What kind of leadership creates value and the right type of competition? Regenerative leadership is the new business imperative. Regenerative leaders embrace a digital and growth mindset. I really appreciate your insights on value creation and competition, theory. Let me see if I can wrap up your key messaging. These are exciting times for both traditional and startup businesses. The notion of engaging in business competition as a primary business activity no longer holds true. The real strategic advantage these days is to delight the customers and anticipate their needs. A commitment to value creation and self-competition enables businesses to design sustainable growth platforms, define new business models and endear their brands with their customers. Thanks Theory for being with us on this episode. I had a blast, Steph. Thanks for having me on the Make Your Possible shortcast. Thanks everyone for your focus and attention. Till next time, 
This is Steph Lively signing off for the Make Our Possible shortcast.